Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuspers podcast. And today we have a special guest, Beatrice, and we are talking about how she used self-care to start and help her through the pandemic and especially with her business. So Beatrice, please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and your business. Hi. Uh, Yes. So like you said, my name is Beatrice. Um, I am 29 years old, originally from Chicago, and I'm living in Portland, Oregon. And originally, uh, I was a chef. I went to culinary school, and I lost my job, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. And so I started uh, this business with my husband, and it's called Bumble Bath Soap. And we make uh, goat milk soaps, vegan soaps, bath bombs, CBD bath bombs, uh, and other self-care products. And before I started making self-care products, uh, I was buying them all the time. You know, as a chef, my body was very sore. So I loved, you know, taking baths and and pampering myself when I could um, because, you know, working in the restaurant can be very hard on your body. And so I found that making my own products uh, was fulfilling at home, you know, when I didn't have much to do, everybody was on lockdown. And it just kind of started as a hobby. And then it turned into um, now my business, my full time job. Wow, that's amazing. So when you first started your business, you like said it was a hobby. It was kind of like something that you were doing to kind of help you get through the pandemic. Were you making um, the soaps and the bath bombs? Be Like when you started making them, were you like giving them as gifts to friends because you were like, okay, this is fun just making it. And now I have like all these baths soups and bath bombs and I don't know what to do with them exactly exactly my husband and I are both very creative he was in the restaurant industry as well so we were both at home uh you know on lockdown both our restaurants you know told us go home and um we both were just dying for something to do because you know we went from working 60 hours a week you know to nothing And so uh, we went to Michael's one day and we were like, let's do, you know, a craft. And Mm -hmm. I I was like, "Um, okay, you know what? There's tons of things, candles, soap, you know, knitting. What what do you want to do? So we landed on 
soap and bath bombs because before, like I said, uh, we were going to Lush and places like that all the time, buying these things for ourselves. And I was like, well, why don't we just try making it? And then, you know, I put on Instagram, on my personal Instagram, you know, if I made soap, would anybody be interested in in trying it? And so, um, you know, one of my friends was like, sure, of course, I would love to try your stuff. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. And we signed Mm -hmm. up, we signed up for our first, um, you know, COVID friendly in person market, Mm -hmm. and and then um, had a booth at at a a small market in Portland. And then it just blew up. And we were on, we were on KGW news. Now we're, now we're in, you know, seven or eight different stores around Portland. Um, We're doing markets, you know, almost every weekend now. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a pretty good following. I think, you know, on Instagram, we just reached like a thousand followers, which is huge uh, for me. You know, I know that some people have, you know, hundreds of thousands, but uh, just starting this, you know, last year, having, having this following means a lot to me. And, um, yeah, now my husband, thank goodness, is back to work. Um, but I didn't have a job to go back to. Um, so I decided to keep doing the business as my full-time gig. Wow. That's amazing. So, okay. So what really is so great about your guys' story and really the fact that like you guys started this as a hobby, almost like during the worst, I mean, it was like you were in some ways kind of pushed in that direction because during the pandemic, so many people were like losing their jobs and had um, no income um, except for like unemployment and just really like, what do you do? You know, like what, what do you do where all of a sudden like your job is kind of like removed from you and finding that um, relationship with you're obviously like determination, you and your husband, like we're going to start a business. How did you guys get into that mindset? Like we're going to do this or was it almost kind of like with trial and error? Like you guys, like you said, it just kind of snowballed. So did you guys say like, yeah, we're going to start a business. We're going to have this business going, or was it just kind of like, let's just see what happens. So at first it was kind of like, let's just see what happens because I didn't think honestly anybody would be interested in it. And the more I got into it and the more I was, you know, putting myself out there and finding that there was this beautiful maker community and people wanted to support us. um, Yeah. It just, I think one day we decided this was what we were going to do. And we came up with a logo and a name, you know, and, and like I said, it just kind of uh, went off from there. I have a friend Mm -hmm. who initially he wanted to invest in me um, to open a food truck. Cause like I said, I have a culinary background. Right. Um, And I told him, I said, you know, I don't think is now is the time to have a food truck or anything with restaurants because look at what's happening. You know, places are closing up forever that have been so established. Mm -hmm. And, and so I said, you know, how would you feel about, you know, investing maybe a little bit in this, in this soap thing that I've been developing. Mm -hmm. And, and initially he was like a little bit hesitant, you know, because he really wanted to see what I could do with food. And he had, you know, seen me run restaurants and been to the restaurants that I worked at, you know, for years. And so I, you know, I kept giving him samples and showing him, you know, 
what I wanted to do with the logo and where I wanted to take it. And eventually I did convince him. And I think that was the big step too. So in January of this year is when he finally decided to um, invest. And I think that has also really helped us propel ourselves forward and feel more confident to, um, you know, take on these wholesale accounts and um, just go all out with it. But yeah, me and my husband are both, I would say determined and creative people and we just could not sit at home and, and do nothing and do nothing. Because like I said, you know, we were working 40 to 60 hours a week in the restaurant. And so from to go to that, to absolutely nothing at first, the first month, it was really fun. It felt like we were kids uh, on summer vacation, you know, like, uh, we were, you know, watching movies and eating pizza and ice cream and just like, you know, totally having fun. The quarantine snacks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just totally going all out with that for like the first month. And then I was starting to lose my mind and I was like, I need a project. I need a, a, a goal. I need something to keep myself sane because also I'm such a, um, a people person. You know, I, I love being around people. I love interacting with my friends, you know, working in a restaurant is a very team oriented job. Um, and you get to interact with customers as well in some, you know, environments and to be cut off socially from everyone too, it was really, really hard on me. So I think, yeah. Uh, this project not only helped me creatively, but it also um, helped me relax a lot too, because, you know, taking baths and taking care of your skin, you know, uh, helps me, you know, ease my mind as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And the aromas help you, you know, either energize or relaxation, depending Mm -hmm. on what it is and going, you know, in that in that mindset, are you trying to relax? Are you using self-care? Are you trying to get like energy? Cause your guys' products are so cute and I love your Instagram and everything that you guys are doing out in Portland. That is super just gorgeous. How you put together this soaps and the bath bombs are just amazing and so nice. When you started them, you aren't using like, um, I mean, you're using like aromatherapies, but you've also really made sure that they stay pretty clean and natural as well, too, I've noticed. Yes, that's really important to me. You know, um, I think why I was able to fall into this so easily, because people a lot of times when I tell them I just started doing this are really shocked. And I think, you know, my culinary background helped me a lot with this. Um, You know, there's recipes, there's ingredients Uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, you would do in the kitchen. And I think, you know, I kind of just transferred that over. I eat very well. I try to, you know, eat organic Mm -hmm. vegetables and, you know, nice fruits and go to farmer's markets and get, you know, good produce and things like that. Um, So I think that was something that I really wanted to carry over into my self-care products. And also, um, you know, I have very sensitive skin. I'm allergic to a lot of things. I have eczema. Mm -hmm. And and so um, I wanted to create a product that was safe for people who also have, you know, skin sensitivities and things like that. And um, yeah, so I, I really focused on using good natural organic ingredients. And also, um, I really, really believe in supporting um, local businesses. So a lot of the ingredients, um, almost all the ingredients that I uh, 
you know, get and supplies that I get are from local vendors. Mm-hmm. And, and so not, I always tell people, you're not only supporting me, but you're also supporting all the other local businesses that I get things from when you right. buy, when you buy from me. And that's something that's really important to me. Right. So when you decide, like, I'm going to leave the hospitality, you know, this restaurant stuff, I'm not, this isn't for me anymore because I feel like it's too risky, especially with the pandemic. Um, because you saw where that business was really suffering. Like you said, many of them have gone out of business or had to close their doors, you know, couldn't have any, uh, inside dining. So everybody was, you know, pushed outside. And sometimes like with weather, like depending on the area, it might be too hot. It might be too cold. Like people don't want to go outside and eat. So when you left that, do you feel like it was something that was easy for you to do to jump into a whole different, almost like career aspect was like, was that jump easy for you or was it kind of difficult? Um, I definitely miss working in restaurants sometimes, but it the scope is just so different right now. You know, I tried to get a little part-time job cooking um while I was establishing my business and and putting food in boxes is just not the same as okay. putting as putting it on a plate and you know displaying it beautifully and right. that that artistry and connecting with the customer and seeing the look on their face you know and saying oh wow this is such a beautiful meal and so I think in a way it was kind of easy for me. You know, I worked in restaurants for 11 years and I did culinary school and all that. And so I felt like, okay, that was a time in my life and I'm grateful for that time that I had. Um, But I think, you know, in a way the pandemic was a blessing and a curse, you know, for a lot Mm -hmm. of, for a lot of people, it was the worst year of their life. Right. Uh, um, You know, I, I've suffered a lot of adversity, you know, um, racism, sexism, things like that coming up as a young woman working in a very male dominated field. And so I think ultimately the decision was very, I don't want to say easy, but in a way, I feel like, you know, the answer was kind of right there in front of me. And I was excited. Mm -hmm. I was excited to start something new. I think I'll always love cooking. And I think, you know, who knows in a year, two years, five years from now, I might go back to it because it's, it is a passion of mine, but Mm -hmm. you know, you know, if the soap business for me takes off and it's something that continues to make me happy, I could see myself, you know, doing that and, and just cooking at home for me and my husband. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Showing him all the good, the good creative plates that you wouldn't be able to necessarily show somebody in a restaurant. So I actually, I enjoy cooking too. And it just reminded me, like, I got to take out the the chicken. (laughs) So look at this (laughs) the freezer uh, for tonight. But I enjoy cooking too. And when I was growing up, I started cooking at the age of 13, pretty like, you know, full on meals. And my dad like used to make jokes saying, um, you should open up a restaurant like that. That should be your thing. When I was younger, he would always say, oh, you should, you know, cook or you should open up a restaurant or have your own restaurant. But I was honestly scared that if I did it as my profession, that it would take away the joy that I have from it. Because 
I, you know, as much as I do like cooking, there's times that I get tired of cooking. So it's like, I couldn't imagine having to cook as my career because I think it would kind of take it away that, oh, something that I truly enjoy doing is now made to feel like a job. Mm -hmm. So that's why I never actually um, went into that route of uh, the food industry and the restaurant industry, but it is something that I do enjoy doing. So I can see how you would say that it is like a passion and you like miss it, you know, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm similar to you. I started cooking kind of out of necessity because my mom, she went back to college a little bit later in life. Mm -hmm. And, and so she wasn't around, you know, because she was very, into uh, her schooling and things like that and so um dinner was kind of left up to me and so I started watching Mm -hmm. uh Rachel Ray and learning you know she would give me 20 bucks or whatever for uh pizza money and so I would you know walk myself to the grocery store and figure out okay what could I make with this money that mom left me and then you know it kind of spiraled into I was doing cooking competitions when I was in high school and then I was like okay I think this is really what I want to do but my advice to people is always um don't work at your favorite restaurant (laughs) because because (laughs) because then because then the the specialness of it is kind of gone you know that that veil that veil is lifted and um that it will no longer be your favorite restaurant yeah Um, um, so yeah, I, I always try to like, I don't know anything about sushi. I love sushi and I never, and I never want to learn about it because right. it's too special to me, but you know, um, yeah, I think, I think I will always, um, keep that skill with me. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, I cooked a lot because I was home. I had roommates at the time and I was cooking them gourmet meals just because I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that'll, that'll stay with me forever. You right. know? And eventually I would like to, you know, be a parent and, and pass that along to my children as well, because I think it's just an amazing, uh, life skill to have. And I wish Definitely. that, yeah, I wish that, you know, we would get back to, um, having more, I don't want to call it home ec because that sounds so dated, but like a cooking yeah. class for kids, you know, in school, I wish I was a part of their normal schooling because I talk to so many people who are my age or a little bit younger and they can't even barely, you know, boil a pot of water. And I'm just like, oh, geez, you know, how, how you know, how are you feeding yourself? And they're just relying on on Postmates, which is great for me because that's how I made my money. But um you know, they, I think that everybody should know how to cook, you know, even, even a basic thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I got, you know, the home ec thing and just <laughs> when I was younger, um, cause I'm in my forties, we had kind of like a home ec class, a little, it, you know, we had a sewing class. We had, I don't know if it was a cooking class, but we kind of had that stuff in junior high and it really makes a difference. Cause like, my son, who's 19, just the other day um, sent a letter off to unemployment because he's on unemployment because the pandemic, he lost his job. So he sent the letter out to unemployment, but he didn't put he didn't put the address or the stamp. And I know, oh, man, <laughs> or I think he put the stamp, but he didn't put the address. And I'm like, we're in this. So Kosher got returned to sender because he put his you know, return address. And I said, 
where did you think this was going? He's like, I don't know. I've never mailed anything before. <laughs> I was like, you think the postman just has a psychic ability to oh. know where it's supposed to go? He's like, well, you've never showed me how to mail a letter. And oh, I, man. You know, I never have, you know. Mm-hmm. But well, it's, it's so funny, too, because like uh, in restaurants, you know, um, the vendors will come and, and do a delivery, right? And sometimes you have to write them a check. And, Mm -hmm. and so there was a few employees too, who had no idea how to, you know, write a check. And so uh, there's just these basic things that like, you know, it kind of sounds silly, but I think that they should, you know, still teach in school, even though, you know, we have email and all these things of technology is great. But what if one day all the computers are gone or shut down or whatever, you know, like we still need to know how to do those old fashioned type things. <laughs> right, right. Definitely. I know it's it's absolutely crazy. The stuff that's kind of gone away in uh, this this era of the new technology and stuff. How did you use self-care to establish your business? Yeah. Um, so like I said, um, you know, I was, I was very stressed out and tired all the time, um, from, you know, working on my feet in 12 to 16 hours a day. And so I would find solace in taking a bath and putting a mud mask on in, you know, giving myself a pedicure and things like that. That was my treat, you know, for, for a really long day of work. And, um, so I think it was something that I always enjoyed outside of, you know, um, cooking and things like that. That was, like I said, we would always go to Lush and places like that. Um, and so when the pandemic happened and I was really stressed out, I definitely turned to taking more baths. And I think also I'm just by nature, a very impatient person. Mm -hmm. And so taking baths and taking the time to, um, you know, put my lotion on and put my, you know, sunscreen on and all those things, it made me feel better about myself. It was something that I could control during a time when I felt like I couldn't control anything. Oh, yeah. And so I wanted to help people also feel that way, you know, slow down, take the time turn off your phone, turn off the TV, sit in the bath, just be with yourself, you know, and, and show yourself a little love. And, and, um, that's really what I, I hope to bring people with my soaps and my bath bombs, not just healthy skin, you know, and the, and the, um, you know, beauty aspect of it, but really Mm -hmm. just take time and be with yourself. For me, taking a bath is, is almost like meditation. You know, I take it, I take it really seriously. You know, I get my candles out, I get my soothing music on. If I'm feeling a little extra, I get myself a little glass of wine, you know, and I take a bath and I just turn off the world, you know, and I think that's, that's something that I really love. And also when I'm making my bath bombs and soaps too, it's, it's a Zen, it's a Zen thing for me, you know, yeah. I'll, tur- I'll turn on a TV show or, you know, some music and um, just get in the zone and I have f- so much fun with it. And it's, um, you know, I love working with my hands and being creative. I mean, obviously that's why I like to cook as well. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's really what I, what I like about it the most. Yeah, I really like how you said that by you having the self-care and having 
those routines that you were able to give yourself some control, especially at a time where you felt like you were kind of having your control taken away from you. So that's really important that I think a lot of people need to understand that, you know, when you give yourself that little whatever it is, if it's a bath, if it's meditation, if it's journaling, if it's, you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy and giving yourself that control really benefits you and yourself. And then also the meditation with the water is really big with me. Like I'm a, um, like, I feel like I'm a water, even though my sign is an air sign, um, a Otherwise, but like, I feel like I'm one of those people who needs to like soak in water or I need to be close to water where I couldn't imagine living in an area where I couldn't at least drive to see the ocean. I don't know. It's, it's something about like masses of water that kind of like soothe me. So a lot of times when I meditate, I either meditate in the shower or I meditate in the bathtub and I make sure like that bath is, you know, formulated to whatever I'm trying to concentrate on my meditation. Like if I'm for some reason, like trying to manifest something, then I'll try to have like a high energy bath and try to maybe have like citrus or, you know, mint or something like that. If I'm trying to do something more soothing, then maybe it will be a bath that's concentrated on like lavender or eucalyptus, where I'm just trying to kind of like calm. So I, I definitely enjoy like how you said that the um, you almost turned your baths into like a meditation, because <laughs> it's true, like you really have to find that what works for you. Because um everybody always asks, like, how do you meditate? You know, and it's so different for so many people. Like some people just like to be in a quiet room or some people like to be outside. Some people like to be in a bath. Some people like to meditate, you know, and hear like guided meditations. It's very different for a lot of people. So I'm glad that you reflected on that. When you started your business, what were the biggest, because I'm sure, you know, you started your business at like, (laughs) what are the fucking worst times to start a business? (laughs) Like, it's like, not only is there a pandemic going on and all these stores are getting closed, (laughs) but I'm going to start a business now. Like, instead of just saying, well, let me just get another job. Right. So you like literally started your business at the worst time, but you made it work. So what obstacles and what anxieties were you having when you went into that? Were you just like, how is this going to happen? Right. I think that I just, um, I have a lot of faith in myself and I just believed that you know, okay, so I don't know if you know about like the secret and the law of attraction and all of that. Yeah. But I, I'm very about that. And my I'm so grateful that my mom showed that to me so many years ago. And I just visualized myself having this business. I visualized, you know, it working. And I just knew in some way that the universe would make it happen for me. Right. And I I'm also really, really grateful 
you know, for the community in Portland that's wanted to support me because I am a woman of color, you know, I'm, I'm queer. And so I, you know, I don't really like to put that all out there and say, oh, you should support me because, you know, of these things about me, you know, but because of my right. back background, but you know, the climate that we're living in, you know, people really want to not only support local, but support women, support women of color, support queer people. And, and so, you know, I, like I said, I mentioned earlier, there's this beautiful maker community that are just so uplifting. Like there's this, um, conglomerate basically called Portland made and this woman, Megan, who runs it, she reached out to me and she said, you know, you have this whole, um, community of people who make things who are, uh, you know, at various stages of their business, people who've been doing business for 30 years, people who are just like me starting out. And you can go into this forum and talk to them and say, hey, I'm having this problem or, oh, I don't know how to start a website or, you know, whatever, whatever anxiety or stress you're having at your stage in your business, you can reach out and say, who can help me? Who has the answer? And I think Portland Made has been such an asset um, to me and my company, you know, easing easing my stresses of, oh, gosh, you know, I have to have a logo or, oh, I have to, mm-hmm. you know, create this menu or, oh, I have to, what are people going to like? What, you know, what do they don't like? You know, so it's just, mm-hmm. it was, it was, in the beginning, it was a lot of trial and error with the scents, with the shapes, you know, um, what are they going to like more floral things? Are they going to want more earthy things, you know? And I just kind of have tweaked it here and there. Like in the beginning, I didn't have as many vegan things and there's a huge vegan community in Portland, which I didn't realize. Mm. And so, you know, I knew that food, you know, vegan food was important, but right. I didn't, I didn't realize that people also wanted vegan skincare things. Products. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, now we're going to have, you know, vegan bath soaks. And actually all my bath bombs are already vegan, but not many people knew that. And so I think that was something that deterred them initially because I didn't put that out there, that information out there. And so, um, yeah, I think that, um, I've just tried to reach out to other people and not be afraid to ask questions whenever a problem arises, um, and like the person who helped me and, you know, with my initial investment, Lewis, um, he has run other businesses as well. And so he doesn't know everything about the soap world, but he knows about, you know, how to, you know, interact with customers or vendors or how to, you know, get the best deals on things. And so I just rely heavily on on the community that I found. And I really I really love it. So the community is like a very makers community out in Portland from what I've heard. And also I have a, a <clears throat> my son's girlfriend. She is in school at, I think in Portland, I forget what college, but she's, that's where she is right now. She's home because of the pandemic, but mm-hmm. she, she likes Portland a lot. Like, you know, I know her family goes out there and they have a great time. And she said like, there's like a big creative community because I know she's done some creative um classes like I think she made I don't know like a whole bunch of arts and crafts stuff so (laughs) I know the makers community is really big out there do they have like um they have like a market a makers market and stuff yeah there's there's so many markets to choose from um Uh yeah and and I really like first Sunday flea market that's probably my favorite 
out of all of them. Um, but there's different, you know, markets popping up, uh, you know, all the time people, there's established ones that have been around for like, you know, forever, which is like the Saturday market that's near kind of the mm-hmm. waterfront. And then, like I said, there's just new ones all the time. And, you know, when you join uh, Portland made, you get access to, you know, the complete list of all the um, markets that are around town. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, I've just kind of through trial and error gone to each market and, and applied, you know, and, and some you get in and some you don't. And I keep trying, you know, to get into the other ones. And, um, then you just, you just meet other people through those markets and, um, everybody's just always wanting to help you and give you advice. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, a very, uh, designer type person when it comes to like the, the market, you know, booth type look, you know, when you go to like the flea market and people have their beautiful setups and everything, that was something I really struggled with initially. I think, you know, I have a lot of creativity, but that interior design or designing of a, of a, you know, market setup was something that I was like, I, I don't know anything about this because I never worked in retail. I wasn't sure how to grab people's attention, you know? And, and, and so other makers would come up to my booth and say, Hey, you know, you should prop these things up and, you know, give yourself a little more height so people could see your products, you know, up off the table or, um, you know, a bigger sign so that people could see, you know, the prices easier, things like that. And so, you know, I just always listened to those critiques. And then I was also always looking at other people's booths to see what they were doing, even though they weren't selling soap, you know, they were selling jewelry or, you know, um, macrame things or whatever. I would take notes every market, okay, this person had that, you know, and I just tried to go off of that and make my booth better every time that I would set up my booth, you know, and see what worked and what didn't and I I really am happy with the setup that we have now and now I actually get compliments on my booth which didn't happen it didn't happen before I'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) so you definitely grew into having a better booth nice (laughs) yeah how have you uh, how have you established a relationship with your customers during this um, yeah, so it's a lot of Instagram. And then um, being in the stores has helped a lot, I think, you know, and so I would just go into the store and talk to this, whoever was in charge, give them a sample and say, you know, hi, I'm Beatrice, I have this new company, you know, if you're interested in selling, you know, my stuff in the store, let's talk more and and things like that. And um, doing the in-person markets has helped a lot, too, because people mm-hmm. love people love hearing the story and, and connecting with me. And I really, um, try to do, um, some charity things as well, you know, and, and and give, and give back as much as I can. Um, like I did the equitable charitable equity, charitable giving. I can't remember the name of it, but it's on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. So like, um, I'm, I donated, you know, some soaps and bath bombs to, uh, for care packages. They're making care packages for, um, mothers right now um I think actually yeah so they're doing that and then um when I was in the uh window shop the pdx window shop people could come up and scan a qr code and it would uh link you to my page and then some of the proceeds of that went to the black lives matter movement as well um so I try you know I try to um do that type of stuff and and really listen to what my customers want, want, like I said, with the whole vegan thing. Yeah. And, and I just try to be my authentic self, really. Like I said, I, I just love chatting with people and, 
and letting them know the real me and why I started doing this. And, and I think people really resonate with my, with my realness. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you see your business in like five years? Like what manifestations do you have for it? I on would, your continued growth. Yeah. I would love to get a deal with like a hotel. Um, Ooh, that sounds super cool. Yeah. Where like you could, you know, get like a little, uh, treat yourself package, you know, and there would be a bath bomb or a soap or whatever you wanted waiting in your hotel room. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you're familiar with McMenamins or have ever heard of McMenamins. No, uh-uh. uh, they're a huge, um, local, a hotel chain and they have restaurants inside their hotels as well. And so what they do is they take old buildings that are historic and uh, they preserve, you know, the history and also turn it into a hotel and a beautiful resort. And so they're all throughout Oregon. Um, and so I would love to to partner with them. Um, I know some of the locations actually. Okay, McMenamins, we yeah. want to hear from hey, you. Hey, yeah, McMenamins. We, we need an update. We need to be in that yeah. hotel room. With... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or what else I would like to do is um, maybe get into like, a, a new seasons, a whole foods, uh, a basics, right. a grocery store and have my stuff on the shelves there. Um, maybe, maybe some day down the line, you know, have a storefront, um, like a lush kind of storefront where people right. could that come. Cool. People could come and buy my stuff. Um, I don't want to get too, too crazy and big. Cause you know, people are like, well, why don't you sell on Amazon and stuff? And I'm like, that, that's not, where I'm trying to go. I really want to stay true to my support local business, you know, community over competition, you know, message that I've been preaching this whole time. And I think if I got, you know, huge like that, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, authentic. And so I want to definitely set my sights on, on bigger things, but also stay true to who I am. Yeah. I think you, I think you can still, you know, go big and still stay very authentic. You know, I don't know if you want to do the, you know, the, the huge online presence or the, you know, that's for, you know, up to you or whatnot, but definitely, you know, have your goals out there and you can definitely reach them, you know, as far as going big, you know, staying in the community, whatever it is, it definitely makes an impact. Mm-hmm. how would you tell people to find you how can we find your products and your instagram and let us know if we're looking to order where do we go right so i just launched my website bumblebathsoap.com Ooh, nice yeah congratulations so can... thank you so you yeah I'm, I'm off etsy now no more etsy oh wow um, that okay. was a, yeah that was a good start but um i think going with my own platform my own website is gonna be is a big move so your own domain mm-hmm. and so everything's the same name if if you go on instagram bumblebathsoap all one word my website, Bumble Bath Soap, all one word. Um, like I said, we're in seven, eight different stores. It's growing every day. A bunch of different stores just keep reaching out to me. So I have that's a amazing. Thank you. I have a link on my um, website that says where to find me. Um, and it lists all the stores that I'm in and their addresses and their hours of operation. 
Um, yeah. And on my Instagram, I always um, post what new markets I'm going to be at um, and the days and the times. Um, but yeah, pretty much every weekend you can find me at a market. And you do shipping too, right? So oh, yeah. You, mm-hmm. Okay. I'll ship. Yep. I ship anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. How have you been able, because it sounds like you're really busy, girl. <laughs> you know, being in multiple stores and have this all going on. How have you been able to build a business and still take time for yourself? How have you been, how have you been juggling all this? Because this sounds like you're really moving up and doing the damn thing. So how have you been kind of keeping oh. yourself focused and, you know, well, not losing? Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to manage than when I was at the mercy of restaurant hours. That's for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And because I'm my own boss and I make my own schedule, there's days where I'm like, you know what, girl, fuck, I need a day. I, right. just, I just need a day. I just yeah. need a day to myself. I'm not doing right. shit today. This, no. is my, this is my day yeah. off and me and my husband every Wednesday is me and my husband's day nice so no matter what he's off work I'm off work Wednesdays is our special day where we're just like this is this we're gonna do what we want we're gonna go to the ocean we're gonna make a nice right. dinner we're gonna do what we want to do and um you know I do sample my I sample everything that I make so I'm trying those bath bombs as much as I'm making those bath bombs I'm trying those <laughs> bath bombs <laughs> <laughs> you're like mm, this one needs more fragrance <laughs> that's great yeah and so and so um yeah I I definitely um because I worked so hard and for so many hours in the restaurant now I definitely do take those days um to treat myself and to relax and I try not to be so hard on myself um, there's are there are days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I you know I have these deadlines. I need to get this done. I need to get that done. But I'm like, wait, yeah. I'm the boss. Nobody's gonna be disappointed, you know, if I don't get this done or if it takes me an extra day because yeah. I, I'm putting the pressure on myself, you know. So then I check in with myself and I'm like, girl, relax. It's fine, you know. Right. Yeah. And and I think that's important too as a as a business owner. You know, you need to take those days where you just say, hey, you know what. I got to chill. I got to chill. I got to, I got to make sure that I'm okay and take care of myself. And, um, yeah, I think that's kind of how I manage it. But, um, May this month coming up, Ooh, girl, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a month because is it okay? Yeah. I signed up for a lot of stuff. I got a lot of, uh, a lot of collabs coming up that I'm working nice. on a lot of, a lot of exciting things coming up. And I think May is going to be a little crazy, but yeah. But June, yeah, June is my second wedding anniversary, so I'm going to okay. try to take a little time in June for me and my husband to, yeah. do, to do something nice for, for each other because that's – but he's just so special to me. And I don't think I, I would have been able to do this if he wasn't there, um, you know, encouraging me. And um, there's been days when it's been really hard on both of us and we've gotten mad at each other and, yeah. things, and things like that. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, right. you know, every day – it's all. Yeah. yeah. So uh-uh. bumblebees and uh uh-uh. it's definitely not <laughs> and it's roses. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's not all lavender and kisses, you know. No. Yeah. Um but so, you know, but at the end of the day, we really care about each other and we went in this together and he's been such a help, you know, bringing me to the markets, loading up the car, you know, helping me build things for the display, you know, driving me to the post office to get those orders out in the mail and things like yeah. that and 
I couldn't really do it without him. So, you know, I'm, I'm always grateful that he's there too. That's great. That's, that's amazing. So one more time, tell everybody where to find you, where to get the product. Yes. Bumblebathsoap.com and bumblebathsoap on Instagram. And yeah, that's, that's us. Great. I am so excited and happy for you. Your products are absolutely amazing. So I'm just so glad that you're still doing it. I remember when I first talked to you on Clubhouse and you <laughs> and you had like all these, you know, like questions about your Instagram and you your products were so special and your Instagram had such a cute presence and just made I know it when I looked at it, it just made me feel like just very warm and happy and I'm just so happy that you're continuing to grow with your business and you haven't like stopped because I think some people you know they do it for a little bit and they're like damn this is a lot of work let me stop this shit you know what I mean but it yeah. is a lot of work and I, I'm yeah I'm no stranger to hard work and I right. think yeah I think you know um when I put my mind to something I'm gonna do it I'm gonna freaking do it for sure right that mind that mind over matter. That's awesome. Well, thank you everybody for listening to chakras and cuss words and go get some fucking bath bombs <laughs> Yes, and chill the fuck out. Chill out. And everybody have a great day. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>